avenues of exploration with this particular subject have serious potentially dangerous implications uh you know when 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 the guy building something tells you that that there's uh there's a possibility of something going wrong uh possibility of real threats real uh privacy invasion all those type of things you should probably take it pretty seriously and then uh it might be in people's best interest to turn around and ask these people why did you create something that you are so concerned about uh which will lead into uh the subject of today which is the green deal uh nope we're not talking about the environment we're talking about money uh money is the only green deal uh don't don't be confused about that uh you know the environmental green deal it's about money uh all of uh all the deals out there everything's about money uh the corruption within the FBI Department of Justice all of that type of stuff that's all about money it's all about agendas that put cash in the pocket of those who have them uh and and there's a a lot of uh you know a lot of little subjects that we're going to cover today we're going to talk about uh digital currency versus uh good old cold hard cash uh uh precious metal investment that type of stuff not 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 so much the the pros and cons of it but just kind of understanding understanding the benefits of of different types of societies the dangers the potentials or different types of monetary systems not societies sorry but definitely the effect that those monetary systems will uh, have on society uh we'll we'll do some comparatives of where these type of uh, routes have taken in other countries particularly places like China which uh seems to be the nation of uh of standard that our good old uh our good old uh, administration wants to model america after uh the left in general wants to model america after but uh so that's that's going to be the topic of today but on a funny note i did take advantage of one of these little ai assistants and i i asked them i said uh what are the dangers because it's supposed to be one of those things that you're supposed to be able to ask at anything uh i i asked it i said what are the dangers of handing over society to artificial intelligence and how can we stop the machines from uprising you know what it told me it told me i cannot answer that at the time i am not programmed to predict the future and then it went silent so you know i probably got reported but you know what's another list if you're not on at least one or two are you really doing it right uh so we're going to get into the subject of currency and you know this this is what what's so important about understanding money is money is the 21st century slavery that's what it is um you know as societies advance we we can't get we can't continue the elites and the powerful the powers that be the governments the leaders all those type of things they they can't get away with uh with dividing and enslaving uh society on simple concepts of oh well your skin tones are different so you can't get along because this guy is inferior to you or this woman uh she's a woman so you know why do we need to listen to her or put her down you know those type of things don't really they don't mesh with 
modern society. And so, you know, modern civilized societies cannot be ruled by, by gender distinctions, racial distinctions, those type of things. Uh, those actually become benefactors for preventing us from catching on to the the real empowerment of the system over the people. So uh, we have replaced societal classes with monetary classes, uh, the lower class, the middle class, the upper middle class, the lower middle class, the upper lower class, you know, all, all those different uh, combinations, uh, algebraic uh, equations of combinations that you that you can do uh you know we're we're the we're the lower upper class we're the we're the middle upper class we're the upper upper class you know all the, all that stuff that uh is is designed to categorize it's designed to uh it's designed to be a modern segregation and and uh and allows the people in charge of the system to to really break down break down the financial stability of society into classifications so they know how to implement policies that affect the people who represent the greatest threat the greatest threat is to the system is when the people become financially stable to a point where they don't need to rely on the system to take care of them. That is a threat. That's the threat that they are trying to avoid. Uh, we see, you know, that's, that's where your taxes are coming from. Your taxes are coming from the idea that, you know, once, once you start to reach a certain level of success, then, oh, we need to tax you more because we need to build this wall, this barrier that separates us from you so that you can't break through and so that you are dependent on the crumbs that we hand out. Uh, and so we're going to talk about a couple different concepts of money and, and, and the manipulation of monetary systems. And this does not matter what that monetary system is. It does not matter if it's cash it doesn't matter if it's coin it doesn't matter if it's digital it doesn't matter if it's gold or silver or diamonds or or sand it it really doesn't matter once you establish the value of something as your tradable currency it immediately becomes a manipulatable tool for controlling the direction of society and so that's that's really where we're going to be focusing today on uh Particularly because we are in the technological age, we don't really need to talk about, uh, you know, how monetary systems came about in the past. We're going to really focus pretty heavy on the concept of digital currency. Um, you know, what, what is better for society? An all cash society? A all digital society? A society like we currently have right now, which is kind of a mix of both cash and digital. You've got your cards in your wallet, but you've got some cash in your pocket as well. Uh, and, and what, what benefits and pros and cons to each of those type of systems there is. So, uh, now, mind you, everything that is sold to you by the government, anything that allows the government any form of intrusion into your personal business, into your personal affairs, uh, anything that is, that is governed by the authority as a measure of control is going to come to you under the guise of safety and security. We're going to get more into that when we come back. Stick with us. 1360 KHNC. Don't change that dial.
you're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code KHNC to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. Use your promo code KHNC. Hey, friends. Freddie Freeman here. A wise man by the name of Ben Franklin once said, By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So go to 1360KHNC.com and click the Patriot Supply button and make sure you're prepared. With plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, My Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360KHNC.com. 9-11. The Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Can you imagine what it would look like if we, the people, actually enforced the Constitution? After all, we are the only ones who are authorized to do so. After more than 75,000 hours spent in R&D and hundreds of chapters developed across this republic, we have the tangible path to reclaiming America again. All we need is you. Join us today at tacticalcivics.com and bring your county into this responsible way of life. All right, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Pac-Man here on Pac-Man and the Rev Show. We are uh, we're flying solo in the studio today. The Rev is out doing a training class. Uh, uh, we'll try to get in some information about that a little bit later here in the show. But uh, for now, we're talking about money. Um, you know, and and the the purpose of money and the ways to look at it. Uh, 
what you know what what is the value of money well you know when when Christopher Columbus and those people and the the European explorers showed up in the Americas uh the native americans didn't have money they weren't smashing gold and silver into fancy uh fancy designed coins and and things like that uh you know they they basically worked off of the necessity of a barter system uh what money what money in in a large societies what its real function for you as an individual is is kind of a lubricating go between for the barter system and what i mean by that is uh you know if there was no money and let's say that the guy down the street makes couches and you need a new couch for your house but you you manufacture toilet paper that's what you trade for things that you need but the guy down the street that's making the couch that you want he doesn't need any toilet paper what he does need is uh i i don't know what he does need is he needs a new alternator for his car uh but you don't have an alternator for his car so you take your toilet paper to the guy across the street that makes whatever he makes and you take that and you trade it with the guy around the block that makes whatever he makes and then you take that and you trade it with the guy across town who makes alternators so you can take that alternator over to the guy who makes couch and you can trade him the couch and uh and get the couch you ultimately ended up with what you wanted he ended up with what he wanted but it's a very long convoluted process of of trades and services for other goods and trades and services money on the other hand kind of lubricates that process because i can go to the guy with the couch and uh you know he really needs an alternator for his vehicle but instead of me going through the process of trading stuff with 15 other people to get what he needs so i can get the couch that i need i can just give him the money take the couch and he can take that money and go straight to the guy that's got the alternator and he can get that and the guy that has the alternator can take that cash and go straight to the guy that made whatever it is that I would have traded him for the alternator it's just a lubricating process to quote unquote simplify the uh the trades and barter services the problem is is that you eventually get to a point where that that monetary that money has to become a regulated system and so you have in general in most in almost all cases uh that money is produced by the governing body of whatever system the government of this country produces the money that is made available in that country same as the US does the fed the treasury they're the ones that print the money they're the ones that make the money and ultimately they're the ones that decide what that money is worth uh there are two general factors two general things that decide what money is going to be worth now i'm not talking about the technical aspect of economics this is just the root of of reality when it comes to what the money in your pocket is worth the two things that establish what that money is worth whatever form of currency that is is the governing body 
and ultimately the seller of the goods and services that you want to buy. Interestingly enough, the person with the money in their pocket actually has no uh, no decision or effect on what that money in their pocket is worth. So the funny thing about that is that the person with the money isn't the one who gets to decide what that money is worth. The uh, the only control you have over that is to, the decision of whether or not you will hand it over to somebody in exchange for something, whether that money to you individually is valuable enough or or equal in value for what it is that you want to receive. Um, and that and that's usually controlled more by emotional desire or immediate need of a good or a service, whereas the individual selling something, their authority over what that money is worth is what they're willing to take for it. Uh, and, you know, I can come, if you're a guy that sells milk and I come to you and I say, I've got five bucks in my pocket, I'd like to buy a gallon of milk, but you ultimately get to decide, is that five bucks worth enough to give you one of my gallons of milk? That's your control over that. That's, that's the, that's the consumer side control over the value of the money. Uh, the other side of that is the government who gets to, who their main manipulation of the value of the currency is how readily accessible they want to make that currency. Uh, so, you know, the government controls inflation primarily by how much cash they want to pump into the system or how much cash they want to pull out of the system. Uh, this, uh, this allows them, you know, inflation, when, when people think about inflation it's kind of it's kind of misdirected to the common person about oh well inflation is uh, is your cost of living going up things getting more expensive the reality of it is is things are not getting more expensive a gallon of milk is just a gallon of milk a uh, you know a pound of flour is just a pound of flour it doesn't it doesn't get more expensive. It doesn't get less expensive. It's just what it is. What inflation is, is not controlling the price of the things that you buy. It's controlling the value of your money. Um, so what, how, how is that important to the government? Well, the government uses that to affect your buying power and your financial stability. That's, that's where we were talking previously before the break about the enslaving properties of the financial system. Uh, the government isn't concerned about how much debt you're in. What they're concerned about is how much debt the money in your pocket can relieve. That that's more important to the government than than how expensive a carton of eggs is or a gallon of gas, because the government doesn't control that aspect of it. They don't get to set those prices. The government doesn't run out and say, "Okay, farmers, you're going to now sell your eggs for." $8 a carton instead of $6 a carton or $3 a carton instead of $5 a carton. They don't do that. What they do is they manipulate those markets by saying, okay, well, we're going to make the money less valuable. So therefore, the price of this is going to go up because your money can buy less, so you have to give more of it to to purchase an item. That's that's what inflation really talks about is the value of the dollar. And so, you know, we see our government pull some very shady, underhanded things when it comes to the manipulation of, of 
the inflation within our economy, you know, they'll do things. We saw it very commonly with gas prices. You know, before Obama took office in, in December of, uh, in December of 20, well, what's 2008 when, when Bush left office, uh, gas was, at a dollar sixty-eight a gallon, I believe. I think I still have a receipt sitting somewhere around my house with that. Uh, but through through the devaluing of the dollar, not the increased value of gasoline, because you know the you can place the value on that gasoline as anything. Uh, what, what the increased value of gasoline became. Uh, two pounds of yard clippings instead of one pound that that doesn't it doesn't make any sense but i'm just saying you can place that value on anything what it is is because we use cash and we use a monetary system to purchase and sell goods and that that means that that is the what is manipulated to change the value of raw commodity and so uh, one of the things you see it with the inflation just a few not too long ago we were at 40 year record high inflation and now they came back and said oh inflation is back down to three percent yay go us and everybody claps and everybody cheers and everybody gets excited just like when gasoline was a dollar 68 and then it climbed all the way up to over four dollars a gallon under obama when it went back down to two dollars and 89 cents everybody clapped and said yay look at that gas is way cheaper than it used to be the problem is is it was still double what it was and so when they tell you that oh you should be excited we've cut inflation down to three percent it's no longer sitting at nine percent or twelve percent or whatever crazy digits it was sitting at what what you're really doing is you're being told to get excited about the fact that we're only devaluing your currency by three percent instead of nine percent uh that's the reality of it. Your prices don't go back down because your dollar didn't gain in value. Just the rate that it depreciates in value went down. So you're not. So if you're if you're hoping that the idea that when inflation goes down, prices will stabilize and get cheaper, no, that will never happen. Just like gasoline never went back to dollar sixty eight a gallon, uh, because you're not actually increasing the value of your dollar because your inflation rate goes down. You're just taking whatever it decreased to the point that it's high inflation and you're slowing its further decrease by 3%, down to only 3%. So if you're, if you're sitting on, uh, sitting on the hopes and dreams that things are going to get cheaper and go back to better pricing, it's, it's not going to. Uh, the system doesn't want that to happen because the system dumped a ton of money into itself with things like stimulus payments and all that. Uh, two, three, uh, three quarters of all the cash that exists right now is, was produced within the last two years. So they're going, so if they increase the value of your dollar, to make prices of everything go back down, then all of a sudden, all that extra money that's in society allows the middle class and the people with that money to suddenly become much more financially powerful. Well, if your idea is to financially enslave people, you can't allow that. Uh, so you're not going to see a return to normal prices. So don't don't be expecting that. But outside of that, what what is the what is the benefit to you know here here's the thing with cash why why do we not want a cashless society well because digital currency 
doesn't change the government's ability to manipulate inflation and value. What it does is, or it, well, I shouldn't say it doesn't change their ability. What it does is it doesn't change their intent. Uh, what digital currency does is it just gives them a further lock on what is done in society with money. Um, you know, if, and, and it makes the manipulation of the value much more simple. Because now, if I want to increase or decrease the value of your dollar in a cash society, I have to either pump more cash into it, which is an effort, or I have to figure out how to remove cash from society so the value goes up. We're going to continue this subject as soon as we come back. Stick with us. Thanks for listening. 1360 KHNC. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. This is Steve of Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Neil Desperandum. Never despair. That is the motto for you and me. All are not dead, and where there is a spark of patriotic fire, we will rekindle it. Samuel Adams. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Sam Chester from Build Design America, letting you know that right now we are offering 36 months interest-free financing on all of your kitchen and bath or flooring needs. Come see us at 665 Furnage Road in Longmont, Colorado, or give us a call at 303-772-1202. Once again, that's 303-772-1202. Look forward to seeing you soon. 
More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars, because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The Tree Farm's Array of Tree Sale. Now through July 18th, see what's on sale at thetreefarm.com. Save 25 to 45% off thousands of three- to eight-year-old shade and flowering trees. Choose from honey locust, linden, maple, oak, crab apple, flowering plum, service berry, willow, and more. Also big savings on shrubs and perennials. The Array of Tree Sale. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. All right, folks, welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us during the break and uh, hearing a word from our advertisers. They help keep us in business. They help keep us bringing you information and uh, and uh Getting out, getting the getting the news out that you need to know. So we're talking about currency today. Uh, we are kind of delving into the concept of digital currencies. Uh, primarily, is going to be the main focus because that's that's the direction that uh, modern society is heading. Uh, we and interestingly enough, you know, as much as everybody is against the idea of a digital currency. Everybody's been using digital currency for however long Visa has been in business, uh, however long they st- it's been since they started issuing debit cards. Uh, you know, it allows you to buy and sell things without without cash. Um, so the, the it's really not about uh, switching over to a digital currency. It's about going all digital, uh, making cash completely irrelevant and and uh, obsolete, and the dangers of that, the pros of that. Um, and what not if there are any pros which there are i'm i'm not going to not going to sit here and pretend to tell you that it's all doom and gloom if there was a system like that um but i am going to tell you some dangerous aspects that can come along with it uh so why why would a government want a digital currency well well for one it allows the government to be able to verify Every single penny you make and every single penny you spend. Uh, will that lead to controlling to how you spend your money? Oh, yes, most definitely. And we'll get into some examples of that. But, uh, but the main thing is, is how much money you make and making sure that the government who has unconstitutionally authorized themselves in entitlement to a piece of every dollar that you earn uh wants to make sure that they're getting a piece of every dollar that you earn and digital currency very much helps them do this uh because if everything is digital then everything is traceable and trackable there is no working under the table for anything because if you decide to work under the table and you want to get paid, well, you know what? If I don't got cash to hand you, then I got to pay you in digital currency. Well, somebody needs to process that, which means there is a record of that. Uh, 
you will see this at the end of 2024 or 2023 when the new one of the new additions to the bank to bank statements the uh, 1099 INT that goes out is two new lines that will have to be entered on taxes. Uh, I'm not sure if this is being completely implemented or not, but I know it's been proposed by the government. It's two new lines that says total money in, total money out. Uh, that's that's the first step. Uh, the first step for them making sure that, you, that they can force you to account for every penny. So anytime, so now you can't just go make some cash on the side hustle and go put it in your bank because the second you put that cash in the bank, the bank has a digital record of it and that digital record must be reported. Well, if cash is no longer an acceptable form of currency, then that means your side hustle is all digital, which means that has to be reported and it will be forced enforced 87,000 new IRS agents that 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 concept that had nothing to do with oh well we just we need to make sure that the rich pay their fair share of taxes they don't care about the rich paying their fair share of taxes they care about you paying what they consider your owed due of the taxes, uh, specifically targeting small business, specifically targeting middle and lower class. Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, the only guy, I, I, I can't stand the guy, but he was the only guy that had the guts to say, we need to do some tax increases, and yes, we need to increase taxes on the middle class. The middle class will be hit. You know, everybody else tried to woo and, and, and shazam everybody, people like Warren and, and AOC saying, well, we'll, we'll we're just going to tax the rich. We're just going to tax the rich. No, they aren't going to tax the rich because all the elites and all the rich in this world don't make up even a fraction of the taxable income pool of the middle class. So that's where... That's where they that's where they focus. Uh, but that aside, so the digital currency gives them the ability to to monitor how much you make. Now, this will be done. Now we will cross into the the into the realm of controlling how your money is spent. Um, one of the reasons that this is being pushed is that they claim that this will be better for your security. Um, because, you know, if somebody fraudulently uses your debit card, you just contact your bank and say, I didn't authorize these charges. This isn't me. The bank puts that money back into your, temporarily puts that money back into your account until they can conclude an investigation to verify that it wasn't you. And if they can verify that, then they, then they leave that money in there and they, they take the loss. Uh, sounds like a cool concept, uh, but safety and security is also the sale, selling point of safety, security, and ease is the sell, selling point for every every overreach that a government has ever made. Uh, the vaccine passport, that was about security your security because uh you know that it's it's less it's less difficult to uh it's less difficult to counterfeit a digital vaccine passport than it is to uh than it is to do a paper one so you can be sure that if somebody has that vaccine passport then you know they've been vaccinated you don't have to worry about your safety uh you know that's how that's sold uh and 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 then it's also sold for your convenience oh it's just it'd just be so much easier to pull out your phone and open up your your digital vaccine passport that way you don't have to carry around paper vaccine passports that get destroyed in your pocket can get lost 
cost and this and that and that. This is this is for your benefit. This is what this is how it's sold. Well, let me tell you about how this benefits people. How it's benefited people in countries that have implemented things like this. Uh, let's go to China. China's just easy to pick on because they they are they're the future of where this current administration wants to send us as far as as far as control monitoring security uh, financials all of those type of things. If, if you've ever heard the term fifteen minute city, uh, what a fifteen minute city is is it's a city where everybody that lives within that city everything that they need to survive is within fifteen minutes of wherever any resident within that city lives. Well, how does that become important? Well, it became pretty important during the pandemic because during the pandemic, what China was able to do to enforce lockdowns was rather than marching people down the street and saying, get into your house, they came up with a new concept, which we'll discuss as soon as we come back. Stop. Clinically proven to stop bleeding in seconds. From minor cuts to large bleeding wounds, tear open the package and pour directly into the wound, apply direct pressure, and bleeding stops in seconds. It works for people on blood thinners, doesn't sting, is hypoallergenic, and is sterile. Bleed Stop. Safe in the wound. Find Bleed Stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the Bleed Stop button at the top of the page. How much is our government hiding from us? What's the truth about COVID-19? Are climate engineering operations robbing our rain? If you want answers, tune into the commercial-free, non-political global alert news hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on KHNC 1360 AM. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Return to the magic and mystique of the Renaissance. The Colorado Renaissance Festival in Larkspur is back. Weekends through August 6th. Filled with royalty, pageantry, jugglers, and musicians. Comedy, games, fine arts, and crafts. It's entertainment. It's fantasy. It's an adventure to the past. Eat, drink, and be merry. Return to the Colorado Renaissance Festival. Weekends through August 6th. Discount tickets available at KHNC. And online at coloradorenaissance.com. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, 
You know, I, I just already realized that I am in no way going to be able to talk about everything that I wanted to talk about with this subject, but uh, we're on digital currency at the moment, and we're talking about the 15-minute city. Uh, this was a way that China was able to to really enforce lockdowns and, and the travel of people because what what it did was they knew where you lived, and they basically put a border range on where you could spend money. And if you crossed into a location where you were not meant to be, your money didn't work. It was all digital, so it didn't work. You couldn't go to the town next to yours and spend money like you can right now here in America. Uh, it literally just didn't work. Your transactions were denied. So any necessities that you needed to buy or anything like that, you had to return to the area where you were supposed to be, where they wanted you to be in order for you to buy food, to buy, to buy your groceries, to buy your gas, to buy, to do whatever it is that you needed to do. Uh, and uh, as a digital currency, it also allows them to enforce the agenda, the social credit, basically. Uh, you know, they had a reporter who put out a story that the, that was a little bit insulting to the Chinese government. And suddenly he found himself unable to spend any of his money. He couldn't travel, he couldn't buy train tickets, he couldn't buy plane tickets, he couldn't get gasoline, he couldn't buy groceries and all this, and they forced him to go on to public television and apologize and tell the public that the story that he reported was a lie. And he was forced to do this in order to be able to have at least some access to his financial resources so that he could provide for his family. That's something that's very easy to do in a digital currency. Uh, other benefits to the government? Inflation. Inflation is easily manipulated in a digital currency with the keystroke they can eliminate they can decide hey you know what our economy is not doing well uh we we need to eliminate 10 percent of everybody's wealth in order to in order to stabilize things everybody's got too much money it's devalued the currency so we need to we need to get we need to have less money well that's just a couple keystrokes away that's just a that's just one government order to all the banking and financial institutions hey eliminate 10% of everybody's personal wealth uh and do it either uh immediately or tell people you have 30 days to spend 10% of your savings or it just expires. It goes away. Uh, you know, those, those are some of the dangerous things that are in it that come with digital currency, but there's also some other factors to it. Digital currency takes your money away from you. And how does it do that? You say, well, I'll give you an example. If you take $20, and you go and you spend that $20 with somebody, say the auto mechanic to do an oil change. Now, granted, I know oil changes are way more than $20 back. What are you talking about? That's not the point of it. The point is you go spend that $20 with uh, with that guy. Well, then he goes and he spends $20 at, uh, I don't know, the tire shop to get a, get a patch for one of his flat tires. And that guy at the tire shop takes that $20 and he goes to uh, Taco Bell and he buys some food for his family. And that guy from Taco Bell takes that 20. The point is, is 50 transactions down the road, that $20 is still $20. But now let's say we're in a digital currency. 
and you go and you pay the guy for the oil change with your debit card. Well, the bank keeps 1.5% of that as a processing fee. Uh, and then that guy takes that money and he goes and he buys the, pays for the patch on his tire. The bank keeps 1.5% of that. That guy goes and gets his Taco Bell. The bank keeps 1.5%. And the point of it is, is 50 transactions down the road, you don't, nobody has any money. The bank has it all. They collected it all through processing of digital currency. That's, that's where the bank's interest is in. That's why it's so easy for the government to convince the banks to get on board with this idea is because the banks stand to make billions by further taking another percentage out of every dollar that you spend. Uh, and, you know, it, now that now does that mean that being in an all-cash society doesn't have its problems? Absolutely not. Uh, all-cash societies have a lot of problems. One, they're dangerous because you know that everybody is carrying around wads of cash because that's the only way they can do business so yeah there is a potential danger to that which i will tell you will be a selling factor by the government when it says hey you should have faith in us in this new digital currency system because uh you're much more you're much less likely to be robbed for your secure debit card than you are to be robbed for your pocket full of cash yeah that's true that is true uh, gas stations aren't likely to be you know they're not likely to be robbed when there's no cash in the drawer so yeah security is going to be real easy to sell on it um it's the tag tag alongs that come with it that are that are the problem um and and it is difficult to uh, to control what cash does. I'm going to give you a statistic, and this is going to be uh, pretty scary. Um, so the largest the largest number of paper bills in existence, U.S. paper bills, has now become one hundred dollar bills. There are more one hundred dollar bills printed than there are twenties, than there are fifties, than there are tens, fives, or ones. Uh, the majority of currency. U.S. printed currency is $100 bills, 75% of which is overseas. It's in other countries. It's not even in our own country, um, where that money is used for all kinds of nefarious things. Uh, it supports drug trade. It supports illegal weapons trades. It hugely supports human trafficking and adult and child sex slavery. Uh, you know, so there's, there's a danger with, with the, there is a danger with the cash. It's not as easy to control where it goes and what is done with it. Um, but the, the average loss of liberty to the individual in, you know, is, is that, is that a fair trade-off? Um, well, that's what's going to be sold to you. That's how it's going to be sold to you. They're going to pull on the heartstrings and they're going to say, hey, look at all the good we can do. We can stop money. We can instantly stop money from going to recognize terrorist institutions and such and such and yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're going to be right back. Give me just a minute. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. 
www.lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360khnc.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp. folks we are back we've only got a couple minutes before uh, the show is over i probably could have gone on this subject for uh, many many hours i didn't get to talk about uh, the pros and cons of going to say a gold-based society or something like that but what what i want you to understand is uh, no matter what monetary system you have it, it, they come with pros and cons. They come with pros and cons in the world of security. They come with pros and cons in the world of freedom. They come in pros and cons of the world of, uh, of monitoring and, and all of that type of thing. And, and they're all manipulatable. Okay, so you're not getting away from that no matter which which system you you think is the most beneficial for the future. Uh, gold is manipulatable, silver is manipulatable, dollars are manipulatable, and the reason that they are is because at some point some authority has to determine what the value of that in that currency in your hand is, whether that's a debit card that says you have this much money on it, whether that's an ounce of gold, somebody has to determine what the value of that is, and that makes that system ultimately manipulatable um, you know people will tell you uh, well you know, you buy gold and silver because that's 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 a hard asset and and it's always worth this much no it's it's always worth what somebody tells you it's worth um, because you you have to consider if if gold was the most the best security you could have for anything then why do gold companies want to sell you the gold why wouldn't they just keep it if it was that much better than cash why do they want the cash why why don't they just keep all their gold and be incredibly wealthy off gold well the problem is is that you can't you can't walk into the grocery store and buy your groceries with a gold bar now if your cashier was a smart guy he would take that gold bar but the reality of it is is you still have to convert that gold into a spendable currency well you know what if you've got 10 gold bars in your in the in your safe in the basement and it's an all digital society use you need to get something for that gold bar um and either the person selling you something or trading you something for it's going to tell you what the value of that is based on what they'll give it to you or the people that set the market that you have to convert it into a spendable currency will tell you what the value of that is. Yeah, it generally follows a stability that gold goes up in value as the dollar decreases in value, but at the same time, that means to buy the same amount of gold, that dollar gets you less gold. So the reality of it is, is they're not inflation proof. 
you just get less of one by spending more of the other or you get more of one by spending less of the other depending which one is considered more valuable at that moment in time um, so you just have to decide is is the freedom of the of the ability to spend cash in a hard asset that isn't traceable worth the risk and danger of of knowing that if somebody steals ten thousand dollars out of out of your pocket um, in cash that you you're not going to be able to reclaim that um, versus digital currency where yeah nobody can steal your ten thousand dollars but the government can tell you hey guess what you can't spend it either because uh, you're not allowed to do this or you're not allowed to do that or we uh, in systems like our corrupt justice system has identified you as a threat to our agenda so you can't spend your money anymore we're turning you off you know so there's there's definitely uh some things to be considered about it and at the moment uh we can still convert our digital currency into cash we can go into the bank and say hey i have basically what's a thousand dollars in digital currency sitting in my bank account i would like to trade that for a thousand dollars in cash you can still do that um, but in an all digital currency obviously you cannot and so you really have to sit back and decide, you know, are we better off with a system like what we have, which is, you know, has some conveniences of being able to do digital transactions, but also has the the privacy of being able to deal in cash, or do you want to go to a system that's all cash that's, you know, pretty much 100% private, but uh, there's no security that comes along with it? Um, or do you want to go to an all-digital currency where you got all the security in the world, with digital currency so long as you do with it what they expect you to do with it so you know that's that's the that's kind of what i mean by by the green deals is is who benefits from what um ultimately the government benefits from any of them it's just the whole push for digital is because it eases it eases the process of their control. Folks, I'm out of time. Sorry, I would love to talk to you for much longer. We will catch you next Saturday. God bless. I love you. Be safe. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC.